Hi, it's Mark Rabin here. Uh, welcome to 2022. Happy New Year. I have been a little negligent in uh, doing some blog post recordings here. I've been uh, blogging less during the pandemic. I plan on doing more blogging uh, in 2022. But anyway, here is a post. This is going back to November 17th, 2021. You can find this post at leanblog.org slash audio 318. The title of the headline on the post says, uh, this Wall Street Journal article about lean isn't terrible via GE and Larry Culp. Uh, so the Wall Street Journal, unfortunately, has an epic track record when it comes to just always getting it wrong when they write about lean or the Toyota production system. They, they always focus on the just-in-time pillar. Um, they get a lot of that wrong, but they, they ignore concepts, the other pillar of the Toyota production system, Jidoka, or built-in quality. There's a link to the uh, Toyota production system page on Toyota's own website in uh, the post. Again, leanblog.org slash audio 318. The, the journal, you know, sadly, usually ignores many other aspects of TPS, like the culture and the management style. Um, I've linked to uh, a number of, of posts I've written over the last 15 years looking at that Wall Street Journal track record, including some recent articles about pandemic supply chains, where they really mischaracterize um, just in time. Um, again, you're, you're normally better off reading about lean from the source, and I would point you to Toyota's own website on that. Uh, but I'll give credit to the journal when they, they did better in uh, this article from November 2021 about General Electric and their CEO, Larry Culp, somebody uh, who knows Lean very well uh, from his time as CEO of Danaher. Uh, he's, he's been announced as one of the keynote speakers at this year's AME conference later 2022 uh, in Dallas. Hopefully I'll, I'll see you there and we'll hear Larry Culp speak. So the headline from the journal said, Larry Culp rewired GE and then he unwound it. Um, so the link um, to the article uh, should be a free link that allows you to read the article, even if you're not a subscriber. Um, to most, you know, the big news is the quote unquote unwinding of GE, splitting up into separate companies, as was announced um, recently, uh, recently when it was November. Um, I'm more interested in the rewiring of GE. You know, the history of GE is that they, they really got in the Six Sigma uh, in the Jack Welch era, then they embraced lean in more recent years. Um, Larry Culp is, it seems, uh, you know, a diehard lean or TPS guy. And I, I, I'm not trying to turn this into a lean versus Six Sigma debate. But it said in the article, you know, before Larry Culp decided to break up GE, he had to break it down. And as the article details, Culp wasn't focused on, you know, kind of old, uh, you know, kind of GE approaches to financial engineering. He was visiting factories and he was inspiring, if not leading improvement at an operational level. So the first example from a factory in South Carolina uh, it said this in the article. Using light green yarn, the group traced the journey of a steel blade through the miniature plant. They discovered the blade, which had been piling up at some stations, traveled nearly three miles on its 85-day journey through the plant. The solution was clear. Rip out the old machinery and rearrange the production line to shorten the green string. In the process, GE upgraded the machines to help stop the log jams. When finished in early 22, the blade traveled just 165 feet 
and production time was cut by 42%. So again, to recap, they reduced, uh, they reduced the distance from three miles to 165 feet. So the meaningful detail here uh, is, uh, is, of course, not the, the idea of using light green yarn. Let's not all rush out to buy light green yarn. The key point is that they traced out the flow and realized that rearranging machines can reduce travel distances, which also re reduces lead times and inventory levels. Uh, in the article, again, it said, in the process, Culp laid bare an organization that belied its reputation for operational and managerial excellence. Ouch. So, um, you know, GE generally has an amazing reputation when it comes to operational and managerial excellence. I had to look up the word belie to make sure it meant what I thought it did. Um, the, the word belie means to give a false impression of, to present an appearance not in agreement with, or to show something to be false or wrong. So again, ouch. I mean, there's, there's reputation. And then there's the reality at the shop floor level. And that doesn't always line up with reputation or perception. Uh, again, from the article, it says, Mr. Culp arrived at GE with a reputation as a high priest in the world of lean manufacturing, I mean, a management philosophy that seeks to cut waste and create a culture of continuous improvement. So, ah, thank you. Thank you, Wall Street Journal, for mentioning the idea of a culture of continuous improvement. Lean is usually portrayed as, you know, the, the risky elimination of inventory uh, in that esteemed publication, uh, their actual writing about just in time belies their reputation as a knowledgeable business publication. Um, again, back to the, this article, though, it said one of Culp's first exposures to lean management was in the early 1990s when he worked in an air conditioner factory in Japan for a week as part of a training exercise. He said, uh, there's nothing like being screamed at in a language you don't understand. It's a tough love environment. So the key point, again, is not screaming at people. That's a decidedly old school Shingajitsu approach to lean. That's not practiced by Toyota people today when they go to work with suppliers or nonprofits through their TSSC group. But it's great, I think, that Culp is, quote, addicted uh, to lean improvement, as the article says. Um, again, back to the article, they, they wrote, the concept of lean manufacturing was unofficially invented in the middle of the last century out of the work of a Toyota engineer named Taiichi Ono, who was tasked with making production more efficient in the post-World War II years in Japan. The system centers on an approach called Kaizen, which focuses on seeking continuous improvement through in-depth sessions to assess, uh, to assess employees' progress. That's um, easier that's difficult to read out loud. In-depth sessions to assess employees' progress. It eventually became the Toyota production system. So again, I'm, I'm glad that the, the journal is mentioning the Kaizen approach to continuous improvement. It, it's not always you know, sessions, if you will. It, it happens in small um, increments every day. But I'm happy that the journal is passing along um, Culp's expertise. You know, in an art, it said... You know, they're, they're kind of directly citing him of how Mr. Culp described um, Lean or Kaizen, that there's three core ideas at work. One, focus on the customer. Two, elimination of waste. Three, ruthless prioritization of work. Now, that third phrase, that's not something I've heard from Toyota folks before. So I'm not, I'm not exactly sure what he means. 
Um, that said, in a, a typical strategy deployment approach, that, that management um, concept, companies or healthcare organizations shift away from everything being a top priority to being uh, more selective. You know, it's better to get a few key things done and then move on to more rather than trying to do 200 or 300 projects all at once. This is something um, uh, I've seen and Dr. John Toussaint has described in his writing and teaching for healthcare. I'm also happy that the journal pointed out lean isn't just about factory operations. They used a term I love and I've heard it recently from uh, some folks, uh, carpet land. So again, in the article, it says Daner eventually used the lean philosophy to run more than its factories. Its usefulness stretched into, quote, carpet land, as office-based activities were called, when even a task such as processing an invoice or preparing a regulatory document can become more efficient in time expended in resources used. And I'll add, um, you know, it's not just a matter of efficiency. I mean, quality matters and improves also through lean. There's another culp and lean success story in the article. It said, in early October, Mr. Culp spent five days at the GE aviation plant in Lynn, Massachusetts, where his Kaizen assignment put him with a small team studying a military engine part that was hurting on-time deliveries. The problem turned out to be an issue with welding on the part, leading the changes that went from yielding a usable part 59% of the time to 100% of the time. Nine different teams in Lynn that week made changes that cut costs by $2 million and reduced production time by 62 days, according to a memo Mr. Culp sent to employees. So again, it's great to hear that, that mention of quality. Uh, it's great that Culp understands lean and that he's leading the culture change. I think it's fantastic that he's willing to participate in Kaizen events, as John Toussaint did himself as a healthcare CEO. So you just hope that culture change and, and the lean methods scale beyond the CEO being directly involved. Um, the article shares Culp's view on standard work, where he says, a basic concept of lean management is to create standard work processes in order to continuously improve. If the same job is done differently every time or varies by worker, there is no basis for finding improvement. The same job must be done the same way every time. No detail is too small. It says, quote, uh, quote, in Culp, standard work is simply identifying the work steps required and the sequence of those steps, the time required for each that go into making a process repeatable. Um, Culp said this in 2020. I'm getting toward uh, the end of, of the article and the end of my post here. I'm also happy to hear Larry Culp talk about the application of lean to diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts as people like my friends Christopher Chapman, DeAndre Wardell, and Joy Mason are doing. It said in the article, Mr. Culp has said that lean processes are helping GE find ways to improve the diversity of its workforce. I'd, I'd love to learn more about that. Uh, final thing, um, maybe a bit of a fun point. Uh, does Larry Culp practice lean at home? Uh, it says no. I'm quoting Culp in the article. If you came and looked at my garage or my closet, you wouldn't see anywhere near the orderliness that you might see in a factory that I've been associated with. I usually end my training sessions with, quote, but don't try this at home. I mean, you know, it's, that's, it's funny. I mean, you, look, you, you, my view is that you can apply lean mindsets and practices at home if, if that suits you and if it makes life better or easier for you. But, you know, Culp has had his hands full with Danaher and now GE. I won't fault him for leaving lean thinking at the office or the factory. 
Um, so if you want to read uh, the, the full journal article, there's a link. Um, you should, again, be able to read it without a subscription by going to leanblog.org audio 318.